Today is a special edition of the Red Pegasus Podcast. We are joined by none other than Greg Pizzo. He is the owner of Dallas's newest simulation team, the Dallas Flying Stallions, a part of the GS3 League, the Gold Standard Sports Sim Basketball League. Uh, we're going to dive into a conversation with him, get to know more about esports in general, simulation sports, and just how you can find out more about Dallas Flying Stallions. We're here to promote his stuff. So without further ado, you don't want to hear from me anymore. Let's welcome Greg to the show. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Let's get the show on the road. Uh, welcome, and uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Pegasus Podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the love and for you guys to tune in. Uh, I think this is probably one of my favorite series that we do on the podcast. I, don't, I think I could speak for the both of us. We do shorts, we do full episodes, but one of my favorite is when we do like these spotlight series where we bring in fellow Texans or Dallasites and uh, talk to them about some of the awesome things that they're doing around town. And uh, today is one of those days. We have Greg Pizzo here. I just want to make sure I get that right. You got it. He is the owner of uh, Dallas Flying Stallions. And this is something totally new. And I think the whole league itself is also totally the new. The league is brand new, yes. So um, this is going to be fun. Uh, Darian, we were kind of having small talk a little bit beforehand. And it's going to be a good mesh because I'm more into like the video games world and, and like streaming and stuff like that. Darian, obviously, as everyone knows, is our sports guy. He's always giving us a sports update. So... Greg, thanks for joining us. We uh, appreciate it. Um, making time pre- for us. Working with us on all the craziness. Last week, we were supposed to record with him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously, you guys all know the weather was pretty crazy. Kept us from doing that. And today, we had some hiccups, but uh, we got through that as well. So now we're finally here. Uh, so let's get this going. Greg, uh, just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, just kind of like how you got here. Are you from Dallas? Did you move here? So I'm not actually from the Dallas area. I'm from New Orleans originally. Okay. Um, and so I was, I came out to the Dallas area back at the end of 2006, uh, you know, after Hurricane Katrina. Gotcha. Um, the company I worked for at the time, they put us up in apartments for, for about a month or so. I had a bunch of friends who stayed, never went back. Uh, I owned a place at the time, so uh, once I went back, fixed my place up about a year later, um, while my whole family is out there, um, I didn't really have anything tying me down, so made the move out here with a bunch of uh, people that I already knew and uh, ended up settling here. Met my wife a month after I moved, so pretty committed to the area these days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you've been here quite a while i've been i've you, been here a while e- at this point yeah. pretty much even though uh if we're driving somewhere and i'm asking my wife for directions and i, I just tell her well i'm not from around here <laughs> she's like at what point do you not do that anymore right, I'm yeah. like, well technically i'm yeah. still not from around here <laughs> true, so. true, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us more about like a little about yourself how you got into esports um yeah tell it how, how your life yeah. kind of merged with that so really it started a little over a year ago um just my son playing games with him video games with him and he's showing me things on discord and he's using that to talk to friends of course you know during covid times having to find ways to interact with others especially mm-hmm. as a kid yeah um just he would play games with friends and eventually got him to discord and he's showing me all these groups you can join I'm like okay this is interesting like let me just look up some of my hobbies and see what i come across and I found these groups that are dedicated to video games and sort of the sports games that I'm into um, really around, like, if you think about playing Madden or NBA 2K or even the college football games back in the day, mm-hmm. um, dedicated to, like, building up their own universes, if you will, um, and really getting into the roles. And the way that these leagues are set up, it's in a way where they have a person can play any one of these roles. Um, so the league that I ended up uh, joining with uh, and finding at the time is called the College Sim Basketball Association, so CSBA. With the CSBA, it is run like a college basketball universe. You create a player, you can uh, get attribute points, and you determine like how your player is crafted. But then you play in high school for a short period of time, and then colleges recruit you. And so there's, there are individuals 
throughout the country, even throughout the world, there are people playing this, mm -hmm. um, where they will reach out to you and try to recruit you to come to their college. And <laughs> so there's somebody in the role of the head coach, the assistant coach, the recruiting coordinator, and they're all reaching out to you during the recruiting period and like really bringing it to life. And so now I have a player in this league where I am, I'm on the Tennessee Volunteers, so jo joined up that team because I love their recruiting strategy and love what they were doing there. And now I'm entering my junior season, according to the league. But it's just the people that I've met along the way during that journey where there was one individual who I just happened to be on the same team with. He was a league administrator, and like he was helping run the league with one other person. And you know, word had gotten out. He started letting people know that he was moving on, like he'd still be involved in the league a little bit, but he was moving on to do his own thing. So I reached out to him like, hey, good luck to whatever you're doing. He's like, actually, I want to talk to you a little bit more about it. And he and I started having conversations in September about this new league, the Gold Standard Sim Basketball League, um, where he's been playing these sim leagues for years and they have in all different kinds of sports. Uh, football, where it's created teams, it's college teams, uh, basketball. Um, they have UFC leagues where you can create a fighter, like wrestling, like every, every sport you can imagine with a video game. Um, well, he was learning all these lessons from all these leagues he got involved with, and he wanted to do something different. Kind of uh, on, in the same realm, but he wanted to take it to a whole nother level. And that's how the gold standard sim basketball league was born based off of that idea. So as he was talking about it, he had a few others that we knew from the CSBA involved. And, he, and I'm giving him a lot of business ideas. That's my background, I, I, business strategy and things like that. And so as we're talking uh, and he starts getting to the point of like, yeah, this is becoming a real thing, um, ownership opportunities became available. And I'm like, I've been in this with you from the start talking to you about <laughs> it. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And then it became, well, where do you want to base the team? Like, how do you want to do this? And I'm like, uh, well, I could go to New Orleans. That's where I'm from. I could certainly build something there. But one of the goals of Gold Standard is to make it community related. I'm no longer in the New Orleans community. I'm here in Dallas now, and I'm all about this community. I love this city. So I'm like, all right, I want the team based in Dallas. Nice. And it's like, okay, what's the mascot? Oh, I don't know. Like, let me think about that. <laughs> so you're coming up with all these weird creative names, and, and we went through a few. Um, but I wanted something local and iconic. Yeah. And eventually, I it was just randomly looking at stories, and I can't even remember how I came across it, but I came across the Pegasus. Yeah. And I think those of us who've been here a little while know the story, yeah. the big neon sign downtown. Oh, yeah. um, they still got the neon Pegasus down there. And I know, like, the WNBA team, the Wings, they, yeah. they have uh, a basis with that as well. Yeah. And, like, all right, that's the route to go with. And so as you're trying to play with the, the words on it, Dallas Pegasus, eh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. So, so like the Dallas Flying Stallions really came to life from that. And so that's why we use the colors uh, red and black uh, yeah. as our team colors. So that's Love kind it. of the story about how I got involved in the sim sporting community, um, as well as how the Dallas Flying Stallions came to life. Nice. That's awesome. Love that. That's cool, man. Yeah, seriously. Um, for those who don't know, because uh, I know Discord is kind of like a new thing. I know it's probably mm -hmm. been around like the gaming community for a while, but uh, Discord is kind of like an application, uh, just like kind of Skype in a way where you can like chat with people through text. You can chat with people through voice. Uh, and then I think you can also even go live on yeah. Discord too. So if you instead of doing it on youtube gaming or facebook gaming or twitch or anything like that you can also do it through discord and then each like community has their own server so you can be a part of different communities and just like jump in between all of those i'm, I'm part of one that's for like call of duty so anyone who wants to like play call of duty people from all over the world are like hey i'm hopping on now if anyone wants to link up and play and just people like this whole community just comes together and they're like playing matches online so it's cool that um, you guys are incorporating Discord into that, and I think that's also a great um, like application to use, so everyone has access to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's free to download and just get involved with, and and that's the beauty of how we use it as well. Um, you know, it, I saw it firsthand with the CSBA before moving on to Gold Standard, but you know, we have this server that's dedicated to the league, and then there's your general league chat where people are just kind of talking and getting to know each other. Of course, there's the trash talking involved, which <laughs> is to be expected. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's all these other little, little dedicated channels within the server 
um, and it's people you know promoting things that they're their graphics of their players or you know tweets that they're sending out related to the league. Um, but each team also has their own dedicated server. So while I'm on the CSBA one, I'm also on the Tennessee one where as a team, we're just talking locally. And that's how you really get to know people. There's 10 of us that are just together chatting on a regular basis. Oh, what's going on with the league? Who are we playing next? Oh, get hype and you can put gifts and all that other stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just a way that we come together. And every once in a while, we'll run a simulated game. So the, the guy who's the coach of the team, um, he will just run the game on his computer and we'll watch just to game plan. Um, to, so just to go in a little bit more about the roles, um, especially on the gold standard side, you know, now that we have the league and I'm building my server for Dallas, um, the roles within the league is not just that you create a player and you earn attribute points and things like that. And then you can like turn your player into whatever, a shooter, a defender, um, a dunker, whatever. Um, but the roles within the league, that that's another thing that's making this league very unique in, we have an owner like myself, my job is to build the brand and get to know the community, mm-hmm. let, let the community know about the team, give the community a chance to interact with us, join our servers, um, sponsorship opportunities. We offer those as well. Um, so as an owner, like I'm I just kind of talking about the team and you'll see me doing tweets and Instagram and all that for it. But then we, I have a head coach and it's a guy I got to know from CSBA. <laughs> um, and so his job is uh, to like, game plan, making sure that we have the right players available. I have a general manager also I know from the other league where his job is to like make sure that we've got the right players involved. And so everybody's got their role and it's it's taking what you're familiar with with the sports video games and bringing it to life and putting those people in those roles. So there's the role play element to it as well mm-hmm. where I'm very business minded, that's just professional mm-hmm. and that's how I'm running the organization. There's other teams that are within the league that they're doing nothing but talking trash and just burning <laughs> everybody. And it's hilarious. Um, and that's the reputation and their persona of the team. And so people are kind of getting the understanding of, oh, well, that's the kind of team I want to be a part of. Or no, 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 like y'all are too much. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it brings another element and it brings it to life a little bit more. But even going beyond just the typical, like what's involved in a sports team, it's the, the sports universe. So you think about writers, you think about broadcasting. Mm. We stream the games on Twitch. We have broadcasters that will do play-by-play and color throughout the game. That's and they, crazy. They know the historical context of everything going on, and they can talk live about things that are happening. That's amazing. We have writers that are doing stories right now as we prepare for our inaugural draft, interviewing me as an owner, interviewing the GM. What are you doing to prepare? Who are you thinking about? Um, who's impressed you so far? Who's falling on your board? And asking all these questions and then tweeting and writing articles. We have an amazing graphics team that are, are just taking visuals from the game and doing different elements in Photoshop that just look like magic to me. <laughs> but it's it just these really cool artistic concepts of things going on in the league and that we're able to use to promote the league and just kind of talk, again, use it as an element to talk trash with each other or just promote what we're doing. Um, so it's taking a sports universe and bring it to a whole nother level. And so if you think about just playing your, your Madden or 2K itself, um, it's now you're involved with a lot of other people from all over the country that you're involved in the game with, but it's that personal side of things as well, where you're getting to know people. We're not just like the people that I'm associated with on a team with, I'm not just talking about the game 24-7 with them. Like, I know what's going on in their personal lives. I, I know, like, the ups, the downs. I can celebrate with them. I'm there for them when they vent. And so it's the relationships that you build as well. And that, that to me, has been the coolest part. Mm-hmm. So if I can take that and bring that into the broader Dallas community and try to get the community involved with the team, I am happy to do that because, like, I am so happy I got involved with, with doing this stuff. And so uh, the more I can bring on, you know, I'm happy to do so. Yeah, that's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Community um, building is so crucial. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, what can you explain a little bit about like esports and the simulation stuff? Like what's is there what are the similarities with the differences in those? Yeah, I mean when you think about esports, you you may think of I think you mentioned Call of Duty. Yeah. Or like Call of Duty or, or like League, League of Legends. Legends. Yeah, yeah. Like they they've got the professional esports teams even in the Dallas area. Uh they've got the big arena out in Arlington. 
Um, there, there's uh, even a, a small training uh, facility down in Duncanville. Um, there's a place up in Frisco. So what it typically is are teams that are building up and they practice just like any other team. And they're going and they're playing the games against other players. Um, this is a little bit different from the standpoint of we're not actually playing the game. Like mm, I may okay. have a player in the game. I'm not sitting on the controllers controlling my player. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is we're letting each user build up their player and their own characteristics within the game. And then the head coach of the team will, will build a game plan around the puzzle pieces of the team. And then those games are simulated. But it's a live simulation. So you're seeing the game played out with all the players that are signed up and then the whole back and forth of a, a game playing out. And that's why we have the broadcasters there to kind of bring more life to the world of what is happening. So it's a little bit different from the standpoint we're not actually playing NBA 2K. We're simulating the game within it. But behind the scenes, everybody's building up their own character and their own persona and what type of player that they want to create. Um, and then we're letting kind of the computer take it and see, okay, based off of what you've built as a team and the game plan you have in place, let's see how it falls. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is really awesome. So let's take your player, for example. Okay. You said he's a junior at Tennessee right now, right? I Yes, I, have, I currently have a junior at Tennessee right now for the college league that I'm in. For the new league with the Dallas Flying Stallions, I will also have a player based from New Orleans, okay. Luke, Luke Boudreaux. <laughs> nice. nice, okay. Yes. So... I don't know how eligibility works in this scenario, mm-hmm. but like, will you be able to draft your players so you could potentially have two players on the Dallas team in uh, a couple so years? Not, no. So the, okay. these two universes are completely separate. Gotcha. So I want to be clear about okay, that. Okay. So yeah, the CSBA is like its own thing functioning where you go through college. They do have a professional thing to where once you get through college, you'll go up through a professional ranks, but the focus is on the college experience. Okay. This is a completely separate universe gotcha. and completely separate player. So I have a different player in the CSBA versus the gold standard league. Okay. Got okay. It. okay. So how does the, we may be skipping ahead here. So my bad, Martin, but how does like the draft process work with like mm-hmm. scouting and finding these players if it doesn't come through like a college system per se? Great question. So since we're especially in the inaugural stages of it, we're about to start our very first season. We're actually, uh, doing this right now and there's game streaming while we're talking right now uh, okay. the prospect yeah. games I, I, yeah that was actually one of the questions uh, I saw on the Twitch channel you guys I think it was like three four days ago you guys mm-hmm. had a prospect game yeah yeah so what what is that so what's going on right now is everyone who has created a player so far that will be part of our upcoming draft coming up here in just under two weeks uh, on February 19th what happens is we're we basically just kind of made just these random teams and we're just seeing how the players play. People are just starting now to apply their points to their players so that we can see who's becoming the scorers, who's more of the defenders and things like that. And so it's getting people a feel for this is what the league is going to be about. And it's also giving those of us that are on front office staffs a chance to see some of these players. Mm. And so for the staff that I have, I have myself, the owner, I have a GM, a coach, and a scout. So that's four players. Well, we can also create our own players for the team. And so we'll have, we know we have at least those four. It's a team of 10. So there's going to be six rounds of this draft where we're going to bring in people to, to play with us. Now, these are people that are making players. We know some of them from other leagues. We can see how involved that they are in this league and how engaged that they are. That comes into play on who we draft because we want somebody that's going to be, be with us the, for a continuous amount of time. Mm-hmm. So... The way that the draft plays out is we're looking at these people, their engagement, how well we already know them. Um, do they bring something extra with them? Are they somebody that's really good at graphics? Or they know social media just from their job? Like mm. they can help us in that element as well. Um, but then it's also the construct of the player. So if I have a very defensive team right now, okay, maybe I want to go find some shooters for, for myself. Let me look at these prospect games and see, okay, who are the shooters that are standing out? And so my team is all, like, my front office staff is all looking into this, like, real-world scouting. Yeah. Um, and then along the way, as an owner, I've joined a couple of the broadcasts myself and been interviewed and talked about, okay, this is kind of the thing that we're doing in Dallas. Here's some of the things that we're seeing. Um, so it's given me a chance to kind of go and talk to the broader community about what's going on in Dallas so that the people that we potentially go draft, they're interested in coming here. If they have a mentality of they're not going to be engaged in the league or they don't know anything about me or the professionalism I expect, then 
you know, maybe they're not going to be a good fit just within what we say is our locker room. So on our server and interacting with us daily, uh, especially as I look to bring in sponsors, like I want to make sure like I'm bring, I have a reputable brand and not people that are going to, you know, destroy mm -hmm. that very right. quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as we prepare for that draft coming up in a couple of weeks, we're looking at the construct of those players. We're, we're doing like pre-draft interviews. So I'm reaching out to guys like in the persona of an as an owner of a team saying like, what do you know about Dallas? What do you know about the organization? Uh, what questions can I answer? Tell me a little bit more about your playing style and stuff like that. Um, and so it's you're really getting to know the, the player that they're building as well as the person behind the player. You're learning a right. little bit more about them as well. Okay. That's cool. Like playing the role of Mark Cuban here, huh? That's pretty yeah. much what it is. That's like awesome. I, I'm playing the role of Mark Cuban to a certain extent, but I, yeah. and I've got my, my, my front office staff who's got their assigned jobs uh, behind the scenes. So I've got my Jason kid there too, <laughs> like, ready to coach the team up. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, so you talked about, um, kind of want to backtrack uh, just in case I missed anything. I'm like messing with the levels over here just to make sure everything's good. Uh, so this is all brand new is, um, the the GS three league like how did that start? It was just a branch from the college simulation yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was it was a guy that was on my team in the college league that he was a league administrator and he want he had all these ideas that uh, for whatever reason like he he just wanted to like br bring something new to life with all these ideas that he had and as he talked to a couple of other guys that we knew from that league and other leagues. Uh, they really started to say, wait a minute, like we could build this thing out. And they, they started to create all these ideas. And as I started to talk to him about it, like he had some really in-depth, cool ideas that were unique to any other sim community. And he was bringing a lot of things together. So these conversations started in about August or September of last year. Okay. And so we spent the remainder of 2022, like just trying to get it all organized mm -hmm. and starting to get the ownership groups in place and finding out where all the inaugural 12 teams were going to be located. So then they had the owner set up. Once you have the owner set up, then you set up the server and then you got the server set up. Okay. Now we can start inviting others in and then telling them, okay, this is how you're going to build your player and this is what we need you to do. And so it just, it started just expanding on its own uh, over time. Uh, just from that little idea from, from that one individual having conversations with others and now we've just created this whole new universe okay that's awesome. crazy you said there's 12 teams there's 12 and they teams. All pretty much have a front office kind of like they dallas have a front teams. office just like dallas they have their own personas their <laughs> of how they're building their clubs they have their own mascots it's it's pretty funny that's so awesome. we have uh, a team that i'm close with the oakland otters uh -huh. um we've got the seattle orcas um, the Vice City Kings, which is a really oh, cool nice. concept. <laughs> yeah. um, the Memphis Blues, the Ohio Shaman, New York Skyliners, um, San Antonio Stampede. So there's a natural yeah. uh, rival for us. So yeah, we're talking right. about yeah. the battle for 35 or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> um, and, and so it, with all of these teams across the country, and a lot of these people are located in the city where the team is. Mm -hmm. um, so like the we have the Vegas Jokers. Um, like they're like the guys are in Vegas, you know, Seattle, same thing Like they're at. So the, the people really want to get involved in the community. They, they set up their teams to be in these communities so that we can start generating more ideas and interest about things that are going on in our local areas. Nice. Yeah. Cause when I was doing, uh, some research, I noticed everything was like October, November, December of 2022. And I'm like, man, they've got graphics already pulled up. They've got these prospect games already going. They've yeah. got, a, what, 11, 12 teams? 12 teams total. 12 teams already, each with their own name and mascot. I was like, they have done a lot in the past couple yeah. months, and I, it's going to be really exciting to see uh, where, where this goes because you guys have already done so much. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and we're super excited about it as well. I mean, just starting in season one and just seeing the momentum that we're building and – just thinking about, we, we've got 12 teams, 10 players on a team, so we've got 120 players to start. We've already got a backlog of players, so there's going to be a little minor league system as well <laughs> nice. to, to prepare us for future drafts, but also for expansion. So there's already talk of, okay, not only will we expand the number of teams in the league, but also expand rosters because we just have that much interest in what we're doing. 
Um, and so we want to continue to do that. We want to continue to grow and build, and we can do modifications within the game um, so that we can create all these teams and we create uh, all, all, of this, uh, all of this activity um, because the game is flexible for us to kind of build what we want within it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? So, Not that you need more people, but if someone wanted to get involved uh, with the team or an eSports simulation in general like what does that look like how does that work um you can you can uh do google searches of course and you can find um different leagues depending on the sport that people might be interested in i know not everybody's interested in the basketball but of course the gold standard sim basketball.com you can find me on twitter um and the team on twitter fly at flying stallions um i i'm also there uh, at the piz uh underscore <laughs> uh, and then also on instagram uh dallas flying stallions where we're posting graphics and things like that um, if anybody reaches out to me directly, I can, all, of course, get them into the league Discord server as well and send them invites. Um, nice. Like I said, I, as we try to get the community more involved, and, and I mentioned um, a little bit about sponsors opportunities, that goes more in line with all the modifications we can make in the game, too. Um, because if you think just about in basketball, just on the jerseys, they, they have the little mm-hmm. patch there for companies. We can modify that patch. Oh, you wow. think about <laughs> the uh, the press table right next to the court yeah. where it has like the scrolling ads mm-hmm. on it. We yeah. can change those ads to be any company, any logo. Um, so like those and even on the court itself, we can put a logo on the court. So <laughs> That's crazy. it's like all these modifications <laughs> that we get because we we want to promote the the community as well. So if we have sponsors that that want to join up with us or, or promote their brand, um like they can sponsor a team they can sponsor the league like they they have all these uh options because you know as an owner that you know dallas is very important to me like i'm i'm on twitter you guys may have seen me on twitter just i'm promoting random stuff not just about the team but you know hey i went to the majestic Mm. recently like like i want to promote things within the community and what's cool is and we started playing around with some of these concepts and ideas with our graphics team is if we take the players from the league and we combine them with sponsors and then suddenly you have like a commercial that you're making with <laughs> players from the league, like completely ridiculous, but yeah. it's just another way, another concept for us to try to promote those that are sponsoring us. Um, and we want to show our support for them. So it, it's really cool and unique opportunities like that. So yeah, of course we want people to get involved with whatever way they feel comfortable. If it's as a sponsor, if it's as a player, you know, somebody, you know, that wants to even become a writer or just a broadcast person or just however you want to get involved, like, and, or just hang out with us on the servers mm-hmm. uh, and just talk. Like we're, we're always up for that too. Yeah. I mean, there's space for like quote unquote fans too, right? I mean, yeah. you can just sit there and watch. And Absolutely. And so like part. I mentioned, uh, like each team has their own server. I have a Dallas Flying Stallion server right now. I haven't opened it yet because we haven't filled out the team. We haven't had the draft just yet, but uh, I'm uh, going to open it probably within the next couple of weeks. And it's not just for people that I have on the team. Like I'm going to open it up for everybody, any local Dallas person or anybody else that wants to just come in as a fan. And within there, I've already got channels set up that explain all the different neighborhoods around the city. So the Bishop Arts District or downtown Dallas or Deep Ellum. Like I have details about each one of those things. That's cool. Um, Because again, it's all about, you know, getting involved and promoting the community. So yeah, I absolutely encourage fans to get involved and reach out to me and I'll absolutely be happy to, to share an invite to the server. Nice. Nice. Um, So as, are simulation uh, games and leagues like this, is this a brand new concept? Uh, or because as a casual gamer, you know, I just plug in 2K or Madden or whatever sure. and just go on from there. Um, so is this like a, a thing that's been going on for a couple of years now or is it a brand new thing? It's a thing that's been going on for a few years now. Like I'm very similar to you. Like I'll go and play the games and just have a good time with it. Not knowing like this, this whole other world out there. And there's one league called the simulation football league. Um, they just celebrated their 10 year anniversary. Oh, uh, oh They're wow. kind of referred to as like the godfather of it all. Yeah. Like the other te- <laughs> other leagues kind of started, uh, coming up after that. Um, but they just, they do, uh, six month seasons, I believe. So they just celebrate their 20th season as well. Um, but all the other leagues that, that I've come across, they've been around for five, six years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you the CSBA league we we just started season eight last night. 
Um, wow. So all have been around for a few years now, and it's one of those things that it, it seems to be gaining momentum because you see the number of leagues increasing. We see a lot of the same people across different leagues, but we see those numbers slowly growing over time as well. So we think like this is this is an opportunity for expansion, and that's why I talk about like the, the teams in the league and the number of players will, will likely be expanding gold standard uh, sim basketball because of so much interest in this. So it's been around for a little while, but I think I think people are slowly becoming more and more familiar with it. Yeah. And it's age groups all over the place. Um, you know, we did a survey uh, just before we started all the talking about gold standard and you know, we have uh, ages 15 to 50 something. Uh, we we have it, it's mostly guys, but there's a few females involved as well um where like they, i was on a broadcast last night where um it was a couple of the owners and head coach uh some females um and so it's nice to see the diversity that's involved also and you know there's we've got a player from new zealand like literally like he lives <laughs> wow. in new zealand and he's watching games australia so, and like literally it is all over the world canada so it is really cool to see just the different types of people that get involved in these leagues and the yeah. interest and it's basically all these people coming together of a shared passion or a shared hobby. Um, and that is the coolest thing for me, the people that I've gotten to know along the way. Cool. So I recently, I don't know if y'all saw this on the internet. I saw, um, so you know the Dallas Mavericks traded and got Kyrie Irving. Yes. And I saw somebody do a simulation of the remainder of the season mm-hmm. now that the Mavs had Kyrie. <laughs> oh, nice. It had them going all the way to the finals and winning the finals. Oh, like, wow. Like, is this, I don't know how it works with simulating, like, the real life game. Mm-hmm. Like, is it actually, like, could it be legit or is it just like a once in a kind of hundred time that that would actually happen? You know what I mean? Well, like, how many times do you simulate that for it to actually happen? Like, it, could it actually be, like, is something like that actually kind of true? I mean, it's it's plausible. I mean, okay. you, with, this, with the Super Bowl coming up as well, you know, there's always the big Madden game. Uh, and, like, I think over the last however many years it's predicted the winner like 70% of the time okay. oh, something wow. like that um, so there, there I usually is, just watch the puppy bowl to see how <laughs> the puppy bowl there you go I forgot about that um, but yeah there is some element of realness to it because of how well they make these games okay um, there's all there's always unique factors with injury and you know how rotations work and foul trouble like there, sure. there's always something that can play into it yeah um, but with how realistic they make these games when it comes to real life like as you do the simulation it 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 does sometimes come out like really really authentic <laughs> that's really awesome yeah, that's yeah. crazy i saw that i was like whoa wait hold up <laughs> yeah like, wait didn't never thought that we might get that far <laughs> yeah, but okay right. i'm on board um <laughs> just uh to kind of dive deeper into the league itself i know you're an owner of a team and you know the people who've started this league. The Gold Standard Sports Sim Basketball League, or GS3 for short. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that name come up, like the GS3 Gold Standard? Yeah, so it's it's really thinking about all of the other leagues that we've been in so far and really wanting to set the standard for it um, and differentiate ourselves. And so uh, the owner who who puts on the league, you know, his screen name is every. A lot of people go by like their Discord name. So yeah, it's, it's, it's Nighthawk, you know, <laughs> Tyler in real life. Um, but uh, you know, he's like, I want to set something that's different, uh, and I and I want everybody to kind of be chasing us. It's going to be like the gold standard, hmm. and that's really how the gold standard name came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, now we we don't want to limit ourselves either, so that's why like gold standard sim sports so the the g the three s's yeah it is a little bit more vague and generic because potentially there's opportunity in the future to do other sports so that's why we say gold standard sim sports basketball league because maybe in the future there'll be the football league or the baseball league or whatever um you know that that could be way 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 down the line Mm -hmm. um but it is like future thinking and just trying to set ourselves up for success in the long run um but for now you know the gold standard basketball league the gsb is how we really refer to ourselves as we're just trying to launch and get this off the ground okay yeah, that's a great way to think about it too yeah now, keep yourself from just being about basketball you know you can expand to different sports yeah that's great kind yeah. of go off of that a little bit like why basketball for you is it 
just the most popular thing to do in esports or do you have like a specific passion for basketball or uh for me like i i have a general interest in in all the sports for okay. it was growing up it was baseball was the big thing for me and you know over time getting more involved in football um but basketball became the passion of the league because the league owner he played a little bit of college basketball he's from california originally and, and played a little bit out there um and now he's he still coaches basketball um so that that is his passion and so as he's been involved in some of these uh other sim leagues um i, I think he's kind of leaned more towards the basketball ones as opposed to some of the other ones for me personally, I've checked out a few of the other leagues, um, and when I first started getting into it, it was it wasn't a matter of the sport because I I know about all the sports, I I can talk all the sports. It was a matter of what was going on in the server, what was the league activity like, okay. what were the expectations of me as somebody who wants to sign up, and so that's what got me more involved to start with, and then it's just been a continuation off of that ever since. Okay. And how does, I don't want to compare anything, but like how does this line up with Dallas Mavs gaming, for example, mm -hmm. in the league they're associated with? Like is it like the same exact thing, just two different universes, like the term we're saying? It, it is different because with the Mavs league, like it is actual gaming within okay. 2K. Like somebody is actually gotcha. on the sticks and on a controller okay. and controlling the activity that's going on. Us, gotcha. like we focus on the simulated part of okay, it okay. where – it's more leaning into the role-playing elements of me as an owner or the rest of the staff or the players um, and creating their own backstories uh, where they're actually like playing against representatives from other teams okay, okay. Um, within NBA 2K. We shouted out to Crossbar Soccer and Beer in Richardson, Texas, where you chill and play every day. They have men's leagues, co-ed leagues, and pickup every night of the week. It's obviously the spot for playing fun indoor soccer, but you can also consume some of the best beers featured across our beautiful Metroplex and the greater state overall while hanging out with friends and family. They have TVs to watch whatever you'd like. Typically sports is on, but they take requests. Um, you can play video games there. Usually have FIFA tournaments going on. And then they have fun lawn games like cornhole, spike ball, and horseshoes, things like that. Crossbar and Richardson has been featured on Fox 4, Dallas Morning News, Dallas Sites, and of course yours truly, the Red Pegasus Podcast. Got to throw them in there. So if you're unaware now, have you been living under a rock? Go check them out and then follow them on socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at crossbar.dallas. Chill and play every day or just visit their website for all the information at crossbardallas.com. Then of course... Your boys got to drop their stuff here. While you're at it, follow us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram at Red Pegasus Pod. Facebook, you can um, follow along in our page or join in with the group and interact. We still have merchandise at the link in all of our bios via Teespring. And don't forget to rate, review, download the podcast, whatever platform you listen to. Smash those buttons everywhere you listen on every device and keep up with us. It's the best way you can support our little engine that could, our independent podcast. We appreciate all the love. Then most importantly, share the podcast to friends and family. Maybe you know someone who just moved here is wanting to know what's going on in around town. We got you covered. The Red Pegasus Podcast. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, I saw just like a very uh, small snippet of the prospect games on Twitch. Do you guys, you've mainly only have mentioned Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys all plan on only staying on Twitch? Do you plan on going to stream on YouTube, Facebook game? I don't know. Is Facebook gaming still a thing? I'm not sure. But. I think it's still around. I'm not even sure. Um, but do you guys expand? Are you guys planning on expanding where these streams are being broadcasted to? There's always the potential for it. Certainly we're, we're likely going to get involved on YouTube with like highlight shows uh, mm -hmm. and clips and stuff like Got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for now, the streaming is going to be focused on Twitch. There is the opportunity for YouTube uh, in the future. Um, but for now, just focusing on, on Twitch, uh, I think that's what we've been used to over time. Um, and I, I think there are like pros and cons with doing each. Um, mm -hmm. and I wasn't part of the decision-making on that. Um, but I, I, I'm pretty sure like once we get to the point of having actual games for the league, uh, we'll be able to generate highlight clips and highlight shows. You might see more of that activity actually end up on YouTube, but okay. the streaming of the games will probably maintain on Twitch for, for a good while. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Um, so you guys have, like you said, GM, owners, league owners. Is it only one league owner or is it uh, like are all the owners kind of coming together to make decisions? It, it's We have a commissioner. Okay. Like, like there, there's a full admin team. So we have the owner of the league. And then we have a commissioner of the league. Then we have other admin role, admin roles. Like one um, is doing statistics, and then he's also responsible to making sure, like the server, that there's a code of conduct within the server. Like we want to make sure we're treating everyone with respect, and so he maintains that code, and he will time people out on the server if he thinks people are going overboard. Um, there, there's a graphic design person that that is another admin who does just amazing, phenomenal work. Um, and his, his name is Pax and just the stuff that he does is just crazy good. Um, we have somebody who built the website and so he's part of the admin team. And so we have this admin team that's kind of overseeing the universe that we've created. Okay. Then you have team owners like myself. So I am the sole owner of the Dallas flying stallions, but there are other teams that might have two or three owners. Mm. And when I say owners, like literally owners, like I've, bought in and I have paid money to be an owner oh, to okay. have a team. And then I base that team here in Dallas. Um, and so uh, with all the teams that are set up, they, they each have their own ownership group. And we mentioned the roles earlier within their ownership group. They all have GM head coach scout people come up with their own unique concepts <laughs> yeah. of what their roles are. I think one person has a wizard uh, as one of their staff members. <laughs> Um, there's an honorary otter, I think in Oakland or something like that. So, so like, but it's the basic concept. It's, it's a group of core people that run the team that discuss what the future of the team is going to look like, who you're going to draft, who you're going to trade for, um, what kind of game plans should you run? Um, if you have strong point guards, maybe you run a playbook that's similar to golden state. Um, and, and it's things like that where we, we come together to run the actual ins and outs of the team. Um, but every team has like their own front office with the commissioner providing oversight uh, on everything. And then we talk amongst each other uh, on different decisions for the league as well. Cool. Yeah, that is incredible. Like to do what y'all have done in six months, yeah, yeah. more or less. Saying. It, like, like it speaks to the community and just the authenticity that comes behind that. So. Yeah. It, it's the passion. Yeah. The passion is driving it because like we do love the community. We love interacting with each other and the stuff that we are creating like we all know with we've gotten to know each other so well, we know what our strengths are. So we know that this one guy is good at graphic design. We know that this one guy is good at, at statistics. Um, and you know, for me, like with, with a business mindset, the the owner of the league, um, he kind of knew that. And I was talking to him about long term strategy and business planning and things like that early on, and helping him build forecast about like and just thinking about things in a different way. But it's all of us kind of leaning into our strengths a little bit. And then it's just taking things that we know maybe from our real world jobs and being able to utilize it in a different way to the benefit of something bigger. Um, and so that's what's been really cool, that passion to drive it so quickly, as you said, mm -hmm. um, because it did come like to us, like we were building it behind the scenes and we were chomping at the bit, like, let's just open it now. Let's just open it now. Like, no, 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 we're not done with this yet. We're not done with that yet. And but yeah, in within a six month time frame to get this thing stood up um, and basically be up and running to the point where you're seeing streams on Twitch now, um, and and like it's really cool to see it all coming together now, and I'm very excited with the long long term possibilities are. Yeah, it's awesome. I was watching that stream, and I see like <laughs> uh, on the projectors in the arena. You know, you would see a Dallas Mavericks logo or something, mm -hmm. but instead it's a GS3 logo like sliding yeah. up on the monitor. Like, I'm just like, what? How do you even do this? I'm yeah, so exactly. confused. And that's the thing. Like, it, when it comes to doing those modifications in the game, I have zero clue how <laughs> yeah. all that is done. It, like, to me, it's magic, but it happens yeah. and it works and it's just super cool. Yeah. So, so, like, even thinking about the Dallas Flying Stallions, the logo that we have, um, like, we had a professional graphic designer get involved for all the team logos, but now. There's going to be an arena like within the game that is built with the Flying Stallions logo all over the place, mm -hmm. um, and so just actually seeing that come to life now, it's been it's been a really cool journey. Yeah, but especially how quick it's come. Yes. Um, so we've kind of also touched on this too, but so with Call of Duty League of Leg League of Legends, you have the players actually sitting there playing the game and. Sometimes they play in these huge arenas 
Uh, right now, it's only one person who's streaming it on their computer. Um, is Have you guys thought of any way to, I guess, kind of make it live? Or is this mostly going to be a thing that's really just going to you know, tune in at home in your own, com- the own comfort of your home. Great question. That, that is one of the things that we want to differentiate ourselves. We're going to have gatherings. Like it's, okay. it's, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, um, I was actually up at a, uh, the, the esports place up in Frisco a few weeks ago. So I could start looking at it and seeing, okay, is there a possibility we could have a draft party here or we could have like our all-star festivities here. Like we're talking about when when are we going to get together as a group to watch games or to do some of these bigger events that would be normally involved in a professional sports league. Mm-hmm. So we are looking for that. You know, if if we can continue to build momentum within the Dallas community or any of the other teams within their own communities of having watch parties, like we absolutely want to do that too. So it is streaming from one individual's computer right now with two people from their own homes broadcasting, doing the play by play, doing the color. Um, but we want to maybe do those games live. Like it, we'll we'll find some central location that's into esports, or you know maybe one of our sponsors has a facility for us um, where we can get together for it. But yeah, we want to have like these big parties associated with it. We want to start bringing the community together even closer. So it is definitely going to happen in the future. Um, we will definitely have some things going on in the Dallas area as well. Um, I've already, like I said, I, I went to one location to see if we could go stream there and do some stuff there. Um, but I'm, I'm always looking for more places that we could actually go and show up as a group, hang out, maybe stream, um, and just kind of hang out with one another. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. We're sure. looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> How are the games played? Is it just like a straight Click of a button simulation goes? It, or? It's a straight simula- uh, okay. simulation game where you turn the game on with 2K because of the modifications. We've got all the logos in there already. We've got the arena set up. Okay. We've got the team set. Well, the teams will be set up post-draft. Um, but then it's a matter of just going into the game, selecting the teams. The coaches have to submit their starting lineups. The coaches have to submit their game plans. Okay. The coaches have to submit which playbook they're going to run, who's okay. going to get the most touches on the team. And so mm. it's really like, wow. and that's why we do scouting behind the scenes saying, okay, this other team, they have a really good uh, front court. Okay. How are we going to attack that? Like, what are we going to do against that? Um, and so there's a little bit of the strategy involved, but when the game actually comes up, um, it is a matter of the one individual streaming from their computer um, and going into the game, selecting both teams and then, just nobody's controlling either team. You just let the game play, and then there's two people on Discord pr- providing play-by-play in color. That's so cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I know we're probably asking you a lot from the different roles and stuff like that. Again, just the owner, but you're also. I know you have mm-hmm. your hand in a, in a lot of the GS3 league as well. Um, so what are scouts looking for when when they're seeing these players like? I, again, I don't know much about sports. We clarified that earlier, um, but I think of a scout going to the field or going to a game, seeing how well they can handle the ball, seeing how you know their endurance, their agility, and all that. But when it's simulated, and I understand that you can, you know, give yourself certain points on agility and speed and stuff like that. But what what would a scout be looking for for these simulation games? Great question. Again, um, it, it is a combination of those things. So. Uh, certainly with the prospect games that you mentioned already, we can see how the player builds actually play in a game. So we can see some of the data behind the scenes on what their attributes are. So each week you're earning attribute points to put towards your player in those different shooting uh, categories or your speed or or whatever you choose. Um, So we can look and see, okay, they're building their player in this way. Um, but then they'll also choose certain tendencies. And that's just like the the details of the NBA 2K23 game. Um, you choose certain tendencies. So you may have chosen a shooter, but then you pick somebody with a tendency that they're going to drive to the basket and try mm-hmm. to dunk more often than not. That's not a great combination. Mm-hmm. But we don't know exactly how it works until we actually see you play the game and what you look like in games. So we're doing a little bit of the scouting behind the scenes to see how they're using their attribute points and what they're building as a player, and then talking to them about what their long-term goals are. But then when we actually sit down and we look at the games and see how they're playing in the game, we can say, okay, yeah, this guy, what they've built actually does work. Or no, this doesn't work as well as I thought. (laughs) Like maybe that won't work with our team. So that's part of it. 
The other part that I that I sort of mentioned earlier was the involvement of the individual behind the player. We don't want somebody that necessarily we're going to draft on our team that is, you know, what we say is going to ghost us. So mm-hmm. they, they're going to join, they're going to be interactive for a couple of weeks, and then they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And then we have somebody that's just on the team, but they're not interacting with us. They're not trying to build up their attribute points or, you know, build a player that helps the team. And again, like we want, we want a team that is like just people getting to know each other. Um, so as we're, we're doing that scouting element, we want to also know, is it the type of player that we know about? Is it somebody we have a, a historical relationship with as well? And that all, like you have to factor all those things in. And that, honestly, that's what's going into how we're building our draft board right now. And it's just crazy for me to even say it. I like, like, yeah, we're building a draft board right now. We got a draft coming up in just a couple of weeks, and you know, we're preparing for our first round pick and all yeah. that. So, um, how does what is the draft going to look like? So the draft, uh, we were going to try to do that in person. I kind of mentioned, um, but it, it got to be like we were on too short of a time frame, so we weren't able to pull it off just this go around. But uh, during the draft itself, uh, all the owners or the owners that can make it or at least the GM from the team will be available. And we may be on camera on Discord um, as it's being streamed live on Twitch. Okay. And during that time frame, we are going to be texting in our draft picks to the commissioners, what I I think is going to happen. Um, And so for Dallas, we have uh, the 12th draft pick. We we were drafting last in the first round. We got that last pick. We were were not happy with that selection. (laughs) But but we started to look at the draft board a little bit closer and figure, like, we can actually pull something off here because it's a snake draft since it's our first one. So we get the top of the second round as well. Um, So we like we think there's going to be some players here for us. And and look, my GM has talked to other GMs to see, okay, what about trades? Is anybody interested? Does like what would you offer? So just throwing it out there because we're we're pursuing every available opportunity, just as you would in a real world scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, So for the draft itself, you know, as we're streaming, I may have to get on camera to do some interviews or just talk a little bit about what what's going on in in our quote war room. but I'll be interacting with my GM and my head coach and my scout at that point in time. Say, oh, this guy's off the board. We thought he'd be available for us. Okay, who drops down to us now? Um, okay, what do we want to pursue? Okay, what positions are available? No, that bill doesn't work for us. What about, like, and again, <laughs> it, it brings reality to it as Definitely. well as us doing the role playing element of our specific roles. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that's cool. so awesome. It's kind of <laughs> like like we play fantasy sports. Yes. I play dynasty fantasy sports where like I own and I run GM quote unquote right. like football teams and basketball teams, but this is a whole nother level. So yeah. This is yeah, definitely a whole nother really level. Cool. Same thing. And I do the same thing. I, yeah. I'm in a couple of dynasty fantasy football leagues yeah, yeah. and regular fantasy football leagues. And yeah, like to be able to say like, I'm not just a general manager. I have this fantasy football team. It's like, I have this simulated sports basketball team, <laughs> but I have these guys who I assign jobs to and they actually go and research for me, and they they <laughs> we we talk about what we're finding and figuring out what the future of the team is going to look like. It, it's crazy, and I know it's it sounds ridiculous maybe to a few people, but it's just this one thing again. Just the bringing of people together has been so awesome to experience. And as y'all call that, how quickly we built this whole <laughs> thing in six months. Um, like you can see the passion that goes on behind it as well. So it, it is just a kind of cool, unique thing that uh, that we can kind of you know, put our attention to and, and figure out how we can use our, our skills and our strengths to, to help the community grow. Nice. Love it. Um, so I think now is the important question. What is the Dallas team looking like now? I, I know you said you have a player on the team. Um, do you, are there any more players from the like administrative side who have, uh, players? On yes. The yes. We've actually got all four of those players are built and ready okay. to go. Um, and again, it's all role playing and you create a backstory for it. I mentioned to you guys, I'm from new Orleans originally. So you, you think of the names Boudreaux and Thibodeau and everything yeah. <laughs> ending in E-A-U-X. Yeah. So that's what I created. I created Luke Boudreaux nice. um, nice. from new Orleans. And the backstory is like, I, as the owner knew Luke Boudreaux's father growing up. <laughs> And so, like, there's a there's a relationship there. Well, I have uh, two other individuals that are part of my front office. They're brothers, and so they wanted to build and feed off of that New Orleans thing. So they they call themselves uh, the Metro Brothers <laughs> because of the Metroplex. Yeah. 
So, and of course, they ended M E T R E A U X. And so we've got a backstory with them now. And then the other one, my my coach, who I absolutely love, this guy, um, in the CSBA, he he named his his player Lemon Jello. Um, so yes, his name is Lemon Jello. Um, so for this league, he is now Cherry Jello. Um, from France, and so for a little while we had uh, J E L L E A U X. Um, but he's like, no, 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 I just want to stick to the regular thing. So he's J E apostrophe L L O from France. Yeah, uh, oh, that's so, so funny. But we figured out like the French Cajun connection. So yeah. we have this whole backstory of players. Um, but the way that the team is shaping up right now, um, you know, Cherie Jello is our point guard. Um, yeah, I'm a small forward with Luke Boudreaux. Uh, and then we've got our twin towers uh, with the Metro brothers at power nice. forward and center. So nice. so we're filling out the roster. Uh, we've got some flexibility there with our twin towers as well because both can play down low. Um, but again, it's the you have fun and you just be silly with the backstories yeah. that you create. Uh, and again, it's just our own universe. We're just making making stuff up as we go. I see a perfect opportunity for LaMadeline to come in and sponsor y'all. Potentially, the French yes. Bistro. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would be all for that. Yes. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Let's just hope a, a New Orleans team doesn't come up in, inspan- in, in expansion and try and like steal one and, of and steal that yeah. thunder. Yeah, yeah. That, that would definitely ruin some momentum we got. That's funny. That's awesome, man. Uh, what are some plans for the future of the Dallas Flying Stallions? So, uh, so for us, and I've, I've talked to a few people about this, I don't hear other owners talking about it, and I haven't gone into too much detail with them about it. But, like, of course, if, if you ask an owner, what is, what is your future for the league look like? Well, I'm going to win a lot of championships. Everybody will say that in any <laughs> league that you ever participate in. Right. I want to build a dynasty. Like, yeah, so does everybody else. <laughs> like, I, I bring the community element back into it, and then that's one of the reasons, like, I'm interacting with you guys. Like, yeah. I'm a listener. Um, and so just to be able to kind of hang out with you guys and talk through it has been awesome. Um, but it, it's that community element. I want the Dallas broader community to see what we're doing and, you know, potentially gain a little bit of interest in this one unique niche kind of world that we're building. Um, we're going to have merch, like we're going to have Dallas flying stallions gear. And nice. so if you see me, you, you see some random guy walking around with a <laughs> red, uh, Dallas flying stallions shirt on, like, could be me. Um, <laughs> but we want people to be wearing the merchandise. I want to be able to go into places wearing wearing the shirts and, you know, people to gen- to have interest. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Um, so it's that community element, like I said, where I want to be tweeting about, oh, hey, like I was hanging out at this one place the other night. Like, y'all should all go there. Like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but like to bring that focus to certain businesses or certain communities within this area to the broader league. And then as we have those actual in real life get togethers to actually bring people to these places and let them experience the Dallas that, you know, like I said, I'm not from here, but I've grown to love. And it's the reason I still live here. Um, Like I I want other people to see that as well. So over the long term, to to answer your question, I want to build a community where like I have a bunch of fans that are just local Dallas people maybe sitting in my server and cheering us on or watching the games being streamed or watching the videos that we have and the highlights. Um, I want a community that is reaching out to me because they want to promote their brand. Um, I, I want to be able to go into the community and just go hang out at these local places and be able to promote them, whether they're a sponsor or not. Um, like that's the long-term goal for me. Um, it's just getting involved with people, interacting with people. If I can help others build their brand, then I'm happy to do so. Um, so I am focused a lot on that as well as winning a bunch of championships within the league and getting those bragging rights. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) That's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, we're local people too. We love to support local as much as we can. So seeing, you know, someone like you come in from out of, out of the state, not even out of town, out of state. And like having so much love for it and trying to build a community around it. It's great to see. So we as Dallasites and Texans, we appreciate it. Yes, Thank you. absolutely. We are Dallasites. We are Texans. We love the area. We always ask all of our guests this question. What is something you love about Dallas or Texas that you want to share? God, I got to narrow it down to one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You, you can say a few things. I can say a few things. Yeah, All right, cool, cool. So. I mean, look, I as I mentioned, coming to this area, the, the company I worked for at the time um, set us up in apartments. And just this, the, look, I love New Orleans. That is 
where my heart is, where I'm from. Um, but you know, it's a, it's completely different world out here. And as I got older and you started to establish a career and stuff like that, the professionalism and just the people and how welcoming everybody was, especially at that point in time in my life, um, really set things apart. Um, but certain things that have kept me involved in the city and places that I love to, to go to and, and things to do, certainly the majestic theater, like, I love going to the Majestic Theater. Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of show going on there. We took my niece there her, when she was 14. She loves the Beatles, and there was a Beatles cover band there, and that oh, was her nice. first concert. Nice. Like, just an amazing experience. I took my kids there a few months ago for a show. My wife and I are going back in a few months. Um, last time I was there, there was a, a gentleman. Uh, we were in the downstairs part of the Majestic there with all the pictures and everything, and he's, I started talking to him. He's telling me, oh, yeah, there used to be five places like this, but now this is the last one standing. I mm. love coming back. And just that yeah. passion, just learning a little bit of history just randomly from some guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet the neighborhoods, Bishop Arch District, Deep Ellum, I love those yeah. two areas. Um you know, uh, Emporium Pies. Uh, <laughs> are, like, uh, I, I need to stay away from that place. It is just so good, though. Right, seriously. Um, and, and one other place, like 190 Smoked Meats, if y'all ever barbecue place, like you can or, you can special order from there and they'll deliver. Um, and it's barbecued and they, uh, they vacuum seal for you. Oh, wow. And basically, they, it, it's, uh, they put it in uh, the, the freezer bags and all, but you boil it for 10 minutes and it is so freaking good. Like I cannot recommend it more. So it, it's places like that. It's like the unique kind of like you don't hear about Emporium Pies or anything right. all the time or something like 190. Yeah. Um. But it's places like that. It like that you're able to find over time the, in those little corners. Like oh yeah, that, this is really good. And I think they were also on diners, drive-ins, and dives as well. Oh really? Um. So yeah. So definitely uh, a good place to go check out. Um, where so is the 190? 190, I think it's in East Dallas. Um, okay. I forget exactly where, but yeah, you can go to their website. I think it's 191 O N E 90, the number smokedmeats.com, something like that. Okay. Um, cool. and you can order from there. Um, and that is not a paid promotion, by the way. Like, I <laughs> yeah. don't know them. Um, it's like, but, I just want some, I just want some meats that I can yeah, eat later. It's just, <laughs> just the local barbecue, of course. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah like, th- those are some of the things that, you know, just activities like at the Majestic or just these little places that I've found that I like to go hang out or at least I enjoy, you know, what, what they have. So, like, uh, as well as just all the neighborhoods. Um, yeah. Just the Deep Elm is amazing to me. <laughs> like, sure. If I ever feel like anything closest to New Orleans, it's Deep Elm. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Just going and walking around there. Definitely. Westlake Brewing is a place that I love. So Westlake Brewing, my name is actually up on the wall there. They did a, <laughs> really? uh, they did a crowd, crowdfunding campaign years ago before they opened the location. And, and for what, what I kind of donated to them, it was you get your name up on the wall as like mm. an initial investor or something like that. And I went there a few years ago with my kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, I look over here in this corner. <laughs> Why is your name on the wall? Like, uh, so that's another cool thing uh, as well that I've experienced here. Yeah, yeah definitely the breweries. Yes. Yeah. Must, must, uh, must do activity. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we're coming at the end and social medias. I know you threw that out. We're, of course, we'll also put it in the description so people can check that out there. Uh, websites, social medias, any, I know you said the draft is coming up here in about a week, week and a half. Yep. Draft is on February 19th. Uh, later, uh, it's sometime late in the afternoon. I forget exactly what time uh, it's going to start. Um, but yeah, the draft is coming up on February 19th. It's a Sunday. Like I'm very excited to get that going. You'll, you'll hear me on there. See me on there. You may hear me on some of the broadcasts on Twitch as well. Um, maybe assisting with some color commentary or just kind of as a guest, as an owner. Um, so, and sometimes when we do the video stuff, you'll see me on there as well. Um, but yeah, on Twitter for the league, it's at GS three basketball, um, you know, for the team at flying stallions or for myself at the Piz underscore, uh, on Instagram, it's uh, gold underscore standard underscore basketball, or uh, you can get directly to me at Dallas Flying Stallions. Um, just all together there on Instagram. So, Perfect. look, I am all about engaging with people who have any general interest in learning more, um, want to know how they can get involved. Just reach out to me directly. Uh, again, like I, I love supporting the community here, talking about what we're doing. Um, so just, uh, I invite anybody to reach out to me and I'll, I'll be happy to respond. Cool. Great. 
Greg, we thank you for the time, man. Yeah, one more thing. Uh, Did did we even talk about when the season starts? (laughs) The season, uh, good question. We never even mentioned (laughs) that. We talked about the draft. Uh, the season will start. I think it's March 13th is the exact date. So okay. it's mid March time frame. So okay. that'll give us a few weeks to kind of get our teams together and start figuring out the game planning element of Perfect. it. Um, and then we get the season rolling and we'll cool. be off the ground. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll promote that stuff too. Whenever the draft comes around, we'll, yeah, just shoot us an email and, or on Instagram or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Definitely. We'll, we'll pro- do promote that. Definitely. Yeah, and I listened to the last show, guys. Y'all had Bob Ross way underrated <laughs> on your rankings. Like, so I did not agree with that one. No, <laughs> oh man, it was so tough putting those into <laughs> rankings, man. Yeah, that um, I, that would be really tough to do. Uh, so Greg actually reached out to us on on email and told us that he was listening to the show and you know wanted to come on, and uh, which we appreciate. I think you're the first person to like reach out and say that you wanted to come on, but you actually. We do Suggs and Rex at the end of the episode. Like, you know, you actually suggested something. Yeah. And I, I took a listen to it, and I was like, wow, this band is really good. So what what was it? Uh, what was that band? Black Pistol Fire. And I think they're out of Austin. It was a guy from work. Um, he and I have nerded out with Pearl Jam conversations before. And mm. Pearl Jam, the local cover band yeah. uh, for Pearl Jam. <laughs> but um, yeah, he recommended Black Pistol Fire. And I think the song Levels is the one I think that it was I Levels, recommended yeah. to you. Um, so yeah, because I, I think a few episodes ago you closed it out with uh, song recommendations. Yeah. What song are you listening to? Yeah. And at the time, that was the one I had going, so I threw it out there for you. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. no, definitely a good band. I, I, I'm gonna have to check out some more of their music. I just love listen to that level song. I had it but, playing on the way here. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, Greg, for cool. joining us, and uh, good luck on the season. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, as we say, fly, stallions, fly. Absolutely. We're not biased, but we love that logo. (laughs) 